This show is not dignified. In fact, some might even say this show is not precise, but I'll get to that later, maybe. Uh, I want to give you a little taste. What do you get if you cross a sweet potato and a jazz musician? It's a yam session. Look out! Welcome to Critical Thinking for Everyone! Pandemic! (laughs) I think we're going to be mentioning that for quite a while at the end of the title of the show. Pandemic! Yeah, I like that. I I hope so, because we we might hear more (laughs) of it during the show today. That's right. Today is a very song-centric show. That was the idea of my co-host, Brian Barnes. Yeah, yeah, and I'm hoping that it's fun, and I'm hoping that it shows a way that we can apply critical thinking tools to just everyday stuff, because frankly, commentary on um, the thinking of the uh, protagonist in a song, yeah, it's everywhere. It's all over songs. That's true. And sometimes it's just sort of one little mention occasionally, the song is talking about this in detail, the thinking um, that goes on. Sometimes the song is trying to make a case for this or that. Uh, sometimes the song is, you know, in a lot of cases, referring back to memory. I That's not really what I'm focused on. It's not the memory aspect of thinking. Yeah. It's the analysis and the assessment and the intentional conversation about the thinking process as opposed to the content of what it is we might be thinking about. All right, so let's just pause right here. I can tell you have been doing a lot of thinking about this. Much thinking. (laughs) And so, folks, for those of you who might be new to the show or maybe you've been a fan and you've been listening for a long time. Oh, wait, are you even on the right channel? Are you listening to the show you intend to listen to? Do you want to give them the station identification? Yes. Go ahead. You're good at that. That's okay. That's your thing. Is that mine? Yes, that's All your right, thing. so you're listening to Critical Thinking for Everyone on 106.5 FM, WFMPLP, Louisville, Kentucky. This is Forward Radio. It's social justice radio out of the Hayburn Building in downtown Louisville. And you can get more information at forwardradio.org. We are Critical Thinking for Everyone, as I mentioned. I'm Brian Barnes, and you are... Patty Payette. Indeed. And you can find back episodes of our show, 121 of them at this point, uh, on SoundCloud. Go us. Go us. Quite a few episodes of this kind of garbage. Uh, We think that (laughs) just like the old aphorism, when you dig through the pile of garbage, you might, in fact, find something useful. There's one about a... Yeah. About a manure pile and a pony. There's one about one person's trash being another one's treasure. They're diamond in the rough. We feel like we're all of the good aspects of that because, as we like to discuss <laughs> from time to time, uh, we should be exercising our minds just as much as we are yes. exercising our bodies. Absolutely. So. And so our show, uh, all 121 of them, are about critical thinking. And and I know that does sound boring, doesn't it? It sounds really like if you needed a sleep aid, that Mm -hmm. might help. But and you can find us on iTunes and uh, as well as SoundCloud if you need a sleep aid. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Go ahead. So but here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I randomly choose a show of ours to listen to when I'm like on a road trip and I just randomly pick one from a year or so or longer. Okay. 
I'm actually impressed. Oh. I'm actually like, wow, these we sound like we know what we're talking about. Oh, man. Well, that was then, huh? <laughs> so Times I'm change. just saying that it doesn't <laughs> sound good. But, folks, if you just buckle up and stay with us, I think you might like the show because our ethos is all about making critical thinking interesting and relevant to your everyday life. And today's show topic, which full credit to my co-host, Dr. Brian Barnes, is about critical thinking in song lyrics, mm-hmm. in songs. And yep. wow, like like I said a few minutes ago, you've really given this some thought. Well, I've given it some thought because uh, I like to, in my education work, yeah. I like to come up with examples that people can connect to easily. And even if someone hasn't heard a particular song, um, once they do, that becomes something they can go back and reference. It's it's um, popular songs are just way more accessible to everyone than academic journals, no matter how well written. Oh, come. Even really? You're going to stand by that sentence? I'm even going to say <laughs> that popular songs are more accessible than critical thinking comic books. <laughs> wow. And you have cornered the market on those. I do. I don't think I've cornered the market. I think I may have blazed <laughs> some intellectual trail sometime, maybe like Da Vinci, that no one else knew about. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. fact, listeners, yeah, if, if we just said the buried. words critical thinking kind books and your ears perked up and you said, I got to get me some of that, what you need to do is go to Google and type in... Adventures in Critical Thinking comic books. Yeah. And you will get to the website that hosts information about the comic book project that Brian did with students. That's right. And um, we know you're going to love it. And if you, my contact information, I think, is on there. Yeah, because Patty's group funded it. Yes, Full disclosure. Thank, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, it's sort of like when NPR says, you know, so and so is a, a funder. You're you're disclosing that I was a funder. Oh well, let's 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 drink to that. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. critical thinking coffee today. Oh, we should get mugs. Uh, critical thing for everyone mugs made. We should sell but critical thinking for everyone mugs with cute yes. coffee quotes about critical thinking. I love that idea. Yeah, I like my thinking okay. like I like my coffee. Strong. Strong. <laughs> nice. Strong sense. Dark and bitter. <laughs> <laughs> On the floor. I don't uh, know. I mean, these whole things could be. Not reheated. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. My husband um, likes to reheat over coffee. Ice. He just, likes to? Well, you know, it does change the flavor after it ages. I've, is that his position? Uh, his position is he hates. Okay. This is just going to be a little bit. Occasionally, I go on a rabbit hole comment about my spouse. Okay. And I have to say something. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, you know, go ahead. It's your okay. show, too. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. His right. thinking behind reheating coffee okay. is his same thinking behind eating leftovers no matter how old they are or what they are. Okay. Which is don't waste food. Never well, waste food. Okay. I mean, how old's the coffee? Did he have to scrape the fungus it's off the top? It's like a day. Good Lord, it's just getting going after a day. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just that cold brew stuff, you let that stuff sit around forever before you sell it to see, people. See, you know, quality of life is more important to me sometimes than drink, than not wasting that coffee. Oh, that's you fine. Know? Does he does he put stuff in it? No. Well, no. but a person could. 
Yeah, someone so, could. So if a person, like this coffee has some sort of whatever in it, um, thank goodness for it. But Milk from Heine Brothers. Great, great. This stuff, is the Heine Brothers milk in here, yeah. um, could easily be put into another, an older coffee. Yeah. If someone wanted it, to. If so, and he reheat it. Well, not even. Just drink it cold. Oh, I don't know how we got. I know I got. I've drank so much of this coffee. I just don't think there's a problem. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I'm outvoted. I'm outvoted. (laughs) Well, what you you should do is just. I let him do it. I I make a comment and then let him do it. That's a that's a fine way to be. That's a fine way to be. You know, you you might just find that that you haven't found the brew that's old enough for you yet. You know what? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe next time he has maybe. some four-day-old stuff. Maybe just okay. see. Maybe, but you and I forgot something. You know what it is? Uh, well, we have the fan on. We have the masks on. We have We've our social distancing monitors. Okay, we forgot something. Okay. Do you remember back in January and February when at we were doing a show about change your thinking, change your life? And what was the thing I, I said I was going to manifest this year? Oh, what was the thing I was going to manifest? Change your thinking. This was pre-COVID. Right. Oh, my so Lord. Because w- so the premise of Brian Tracy's book was like, you can manifest yeah. anything in your I life. I do remember you said, and oh, so, wait, 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 wait. No, you said so. Oh, yes. yes. What was this? It was. Um, Think of me in like a sparkly leotard. Okay, I give up. <laughs> you going to exercise more? No, that's not no, it. That's not it. it was I was going to join, become specific. part of a circus. Ah, a that circus was it. The circus. Is that circus the way you performer. see yourself? <laughs> no, it was just something I no, was No, I mean, as the a circus performer, you see yourself as a leotard performer. Oh, in a sparkly leotard. As opposed oh, yeah. to like the, the, the MC or the clown. The outfits or the are half the... F- yeah. So that's the outfit. Yeah. Does that mean, are you on the wire somehow? I don't, I'm open. Treppies could be whatever. Selling popcorn, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But here's the Individual thing. Individual cigarettes. Here's that's my memory. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's the thing. Before COVID, we said we were going to test Brian, theor- Brian Tracy's theories yeah. by trying to manifest. Oh, wow. And so becoming I wonder how a many circus people, performer. I wonder how many people were packing COVID into their thoughts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Damn you out there. I need time off <laughs> work. I'm not kidding. Why do I have to leave the house? I hate putting on pants. I don't want to see Grandma again. <laughs> not for a little while anyway. Give me six months. You people manifested this. Okay. <laughs> Tracy wins okay. again. So here's what I think happened. Okay. I think hmm. that because COVID happened, the whole circus performer thing got... Like, it, it got sidelined. Okay. So I'm going to give it another year. Okay. Now, what was the other thing in January and February that we were monitoring in your life? What was the other thing? Remember? <sighs> no, I don't at we all. We checked in in May. You don't remember no, this? No, I don't at all. You turned for 47, uh-huh. and what were we monitoring? Uh, was it like my heart? Your happiness my quotient. My happiness quotient. Okay. Because 47 is yeah, the average right. age of the unhappiness, and then it, it, it the data shows that you... You bottom out at 47 okay. on average, and then you, you start to actually go back up in your quality of life and happiness. I'm just delighted that someone involved in the show has any sort of a longitudinal lens whatsoever. On your happiness? On anything at all. I don't <laughs> even know if I would ever revisit old you, shows. You just show up, and you just do it, and then you forget it. You well, it's, it's, t- it's recorded somewhere. I just don't, I don't well, ever go back I and listen am, to it. You are the sound effects division. I am the archives division. Okay, so anyway, I know we got to talk about songs, but just real quick, 
Where yeah, is your a, happiness? That was still a circus reference. <laughs> that we're still on that yeah, topic. A, You're trying to help me manifest it. I, okay. I'm happy when I think about <laughs> you up on the wire with the pole kind of. Yeah. yeah and I, there's I, like I, six guys on one <laughs> side and like a tiger on the other. And they're kind of, you know. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that that's could happen. Good. It could, still could happen. I get, yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, so here's the thing. Back right. in May when we checked on your happiness right. thing, we, checked, we actually skewed it because we checked on your birthday. Okay. And it was pretty high on that day yeah and yeah, you know yeah. you were daytime drinking I'm all that, that. <laughs> so so my question oh my gosh, did that day end in why yeah. <laughs> ah, goodness gracious i shouldn't do a show on those so days. since may thinking about your happiness because you it was pretty high in january when you went to hawaii and then it kind of went down when COVID oh hit. i was stoked i got really inspired for a lot of stuff in hawaii i yeah. know you did yeah, and then yeah, covid yeah. hit and it sort of went down and then it was well. your birthday it was back up so where is it now here in August, early August? Where are you? Oh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good. I think they would say that I'm, um, you know, copacetic. I mean, I'm I'm um, I'm satisfied with where things are. I'm open to, you know, things could improve. I mean, there are always personal challenges. There are always like situations that you care about, even if they aren't directly yours. Maybe there's someone else's or something, you know, and you're sort of hoping for a positive outcome. Yeah. Um, you know, and that creates a little bit of stress, right, until it's resolved. Um, you know, there's, gee, all the pandemic stuff sure is kind of a bummer, right? Because huge. Yeah. And just for my personal stuff, like a lot of my projects that I've been sort of struggling over the year to get over the years <laughs> to get, um, you know, people interested and involved in without creating some kind of um, cash intensive operation on my part, right? So without like opening a storefront and becoming a full-time whatever, um, all of those activities are really slow, you know, and, and we're kind of back to square one in many cases. Um, mm, yeah. But, so, but, but, you know, but some but. others are good, right? So like, for example, the composting project has a lot of attention right now because a lot of people are wanting to do gardening stuff because they're stuck at home. And, um, you know, I have to say that I'm, you know, I'm happy with my personal life. Um, you know, like I said, there are always challenges there. Um, you know, I'm happy with... Um, you're, you're I'm terrified about work. I mean, the whole going to school thing under these conditions yeah. just strikes me as, as bananas um, in a lot of cases. But I also see a lot of efforts are being made for, you know. Um, yeah. You know, so you're sort of like, it sounds like you're kind of like even, holding steady I'm right even, but I'm, but I'm positive even. Like I'm, I'm on, the, on the upswing. I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm in a... I'm in a good spot. I wouldn't say that I feel like I'm on an upswing as if I've been in some sort of a low patch. I mean, I, I'm concerned about political stuff. I'm concerned about public health yeah. stuff. A lot of, you know, a lot of things are troubling to me and sometimes frustrating and upsetting to me. But, but for the most part in my sort of the same kinds of things that I was uh, thinking about when I was thinking about those other instances of my happiness. I mean, you're, you're, it's you're all good? good for now. I, and good. it could, of course, it could fall apart at any moment. And I'm a realist about that. And any one of these things could just turn into a, a you know, a horrible trash fire that I, you know, might, you know, engulf the rest of my life. And I sure hope not. I hope not because if it does, though, you can join the circus with me. Oh, man. I just, yeah. Go ahead and get me the ticket, you and I'll would, show up. You know, you would. You know, the role you would be really good at. <laughs> What's that? You would be really good ringmaster. 
Oh. You would be really okay. good at that. Okay. Well, you know? Yeah. yeah. You, okay. So think yeah. about that. Okay. Yeah. Think about it. I like the hat. The hat in like the red the red jacket. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. And I hate that the, the black hat. black boots. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that the, the hat is associated with the kind of Monopoly character. That's kind <laughs> of a bummer. Well, you know, maybe you could like. Like 1984 did that too. Yeah, you, know, you could doctor it up to kind of put your own spin on it. Yeah, put a flower on it or something. Yeah. Okay, so that's not what we're here to talk about. What I did want to check have. in. I oh want to yeah. check in. Well, no complaints. I mean, I think it's important. And as thinkers, we should be making sure that our thinking practices are leading to good outcomes for us. I mean, I feel like I, I spend a lot of time thinking about thinking and about my own thinking. And while I don't get it right all the time by any stretch of the imagination, I... I think I end up coming to good places on most of the projects that I put a lot of effort into, and that includes in my personal and professional life. So well, I don't know. I mean, fingers crossed that'll continue for the we year. We will check in with you later this fall. Here I go. We're charting it. All right. We're charting it on. And a, we'll be, we'll on be watching a, your circus. A ma- yeah, my circus manifestation. Manifestation, not performance yet. Yeah. I don't want to be premature. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't gotten the venue. But if anyone out there is thinking about doing like a neighborhood circus. That would count for me. That would count. Just think of the level of coffee Ed would get if you became a circus performer. Why? How does that relate to him getting coffee? I'm sure that they have coffee there, but just what caliber and how old? I mean, you might be able to explore a whole (laughs) new coffee realm. Yeah, you know what he calls gas station swill? Yeah. That's kind of his sort of like low, that's his his low level. Right? Some of that stuff's pretty good. Yeah, it's stations. Well, yeah. It's from okay. Columbia, it says. All right. So we got to talk about songs. Yeah. In critical thinking. So well, I brought one song. That's okay. Let's give an example. Let's not make them wait. What's a good example that you want to share? And by the way, folks, we cannot actually play you the song. We can't play any songs. This because is Because the FCC yeah. would slap Brian's hand. But it's more entertaining when you sing it, though. So, mm. so higher quality versus It more. might be, but it might be totally unrecognizable. Well, you know what? People have, that's why God made Google and Spotify. People can go listen. They can go listen. It will will pique their interest. Okay, where where do you want to start? All right, so there are so many songs. I thought we'd we'd start with this uh, very recognizable jingle. You can tell me what you have seen. Okay. What product? What product? uh Uh-huh, is being sold with this jingle. Okay, let me hear Freedom! Freedom! And another, a higher octave. Do you know the three freedom? The yeah, three freedoms? Yeah. You know? what? Is it a car? There are at least five products out there that have been sold off of this. It's actually an Aretha Franklin Ameri- song. No, I know the song. I thought you said what product are they But selling? that's what I'm saying is this song, the refrain from this song, the freedom, freedom, yeah. freedom thing, and that's the, the singing's not going to get any better than that the whole time. We're just trying to invoke this Wait, so what thing. was your question? This was asking me the song? It was the it was what products do you remember? Oh. Right. So cell phones have been sold on credit this. Card? Credit cards. Credit cards for sure, card. right? Cars, bank accounts, right? Like loans. So there's there's a bunch of stuff that's been licensed through this song. What's the song about? The song's called Think. It's about think it's about it's Aretha Franklin. It is. Right? Yeah, that's she's right. Telling her partner uh-huh. or her uh-huh. boyfriend or whatever, uh-huh. girlfriend. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Wait a minute. Think. To think. To think about what? Think about... Freedom? No. Think about... That's a good question. 
I just don't think the song is played a lot, right? You the whole song. Oh, the whole song. And so, you know, it is a song. The song starts off and says... Oh, it's... Okay, go ahead. You better think, right? So you better think. Um, and later on, it says... But it don't, it don't take too much IQ to see what you're doing to me. You better think about what you're trying to do to me. Okay. Um, and so... Let your let your mind go. Let your mind be free, right? So that you can come up with creative thinking. So that you can go to places. Because apparently, you've. This is what I'm. I'm hearing in the song. You haven't been successful at figuring out what I'm complaining about. Oh yes, I think that's true. And so, what I need you to do, yeah, is to free your mind. Right. Right. To let yourself. Like to think from my point of view. That would be ideal, but if nothing else, get rid of your point oh. of view. Get rid of the biases that you have built mm. into this relationship such that you can't see the ways that your thinking is negatively affecting you. Oh, you know what? That's good advice. Well, that's good advice. I think I think the song gives probably pretty good advice, but that's the thing. Like after the let your mind go, let yourself be free, then we get the freedom, 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 yeah. right? And it's asking... Think you about think about it, right? Not not that she's supposed to think about it. The person hearing the song's supposed to think about it. Okay. Right? Okay. So all I'm pointing out is this is explicitly asking people to think, and we use this content, the refrain from this, which is so dramatic, is which, of course, I right. couldn't sing, as a totally jingle, out of context. totally yeah. out of context, to talk about capitalistic freedom, which is... Buy Which is one of want. the hijacks I've always complained about. E you know what? You are. I know. You are always harping on capitalism. That capitalism is beautiful and terrible at the same <laughs> time. It's just like the early Christian notion of angels. Very beautiful and terrible. That's interesting. Is that a fundamental and powerful concept in your business ethics class? We don't go students? that far, but I've certainly taken a humanities dive there. I bet you have. So, yes, indeed. So, okay, so thank you for shedding new light on this song, because I think when people hear it now, they're going to hear it differently. Oh, and, and I hope that they go and listen to it soon so they can wipe out my screeching. And no, Well, and yeah. also that they take that advice. Well, they take that advice, right? Well, that's right. I mean, I think it really is advice, and the lyrics are available online. You just Google it. Um, you know, that's what we're looking at yeah. uh, for reference. If you, if you, if you, if you take, if you go and take this song seriously, it's going to. If you were to like put yourself in the position of of receiving this advice, right? Then it would prompt self reflection. Yeah. Right. And I think also there's a certain responsibility. We might call it um, epistemic responsibility. Oh, I knew that you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Which just means, do you remember what that means? It's, uh, isn't it about responsibility to know, to know what you know? It's, yeah, it's really close. It's, it's the responsibility that I have to have sufficient evidence for what I believe for whatever I believe whatever okay. I whatever I say that I know okay. right my beliefs so at any rate so I think that when I'm prompted to be self-reflective there's the person who is prompting me especially if it's in a sort of highly charged situation which this seems to present itself as yeah um 
there probably is another side that could be articulated. As I suggested earlier, maybe the other side hasn't really been heard well before. And so yeah. the, the suggestion is just to change points of view. And that's changing. It, it, Doing that authentically is a critical thinking move. Excellent. And, you know, think sounds better than the title, Change Your Point of View. I mean, think is catchier. It's a much better title, <laughs> right? So, okay, I brought a song, but you want, do you want to share another song Yeah, first? let me go ahead and grab another one real quick. Um, so this is um, a song from... The Beatles. Um, oh, the be oh, people know that sound song catalog pretty well. Well, I think so. It's called Think for Yourself, right? I'm, that's a Beatles song? Yeah. Never heard of it. Well, George Harrison wrote it, so of course it doesn't count. Oh man. <laughs> but it's Aww. on the it's on their rubber soul album if you care about such things. Um, and so it says How does um, it, go? it goes, I've got a word or two. To say about the things that you do. Do you know this one? No. Nope. Okay. It's a, it, it's, yeah, anyway. You're telling all those lies about the good things that we can have if we close our eyes. Do what you want to do and go where you're going to. Think for yourself, because I won't be there with you. Uh-oh. Ah, that so, sounds like a... D oh. Well, it's supposed to be, so, you know, the the information <laughs> about the song, the history, whatever. It's a um, it's a breakup song, right? And oh. uh, the Beatles were supposed to be sort of uh, stretching their, you know, repertoire a little bit, um, you know, still pretty early uh, in their... In their um, uh, history or whatever, but oh. but there's a thing here. Of course, I'm not debating that it's a breakup song or whatever, but it's yeah. the same kind of thing as the Think song from Aretha Franklin. Um, and I hope people go and again listen to the song where there's a guitar in it and everything, and people sing in harmony. It's just it's just lovely, as opposed to whatever I did. Um, when you go and 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 listen to it, there is explicit discussion of thinking. There's you know, we could say to anyone, right, um, you know, think about, um, you know, the things that you do, think about the things that you say, think about the things that you believe. I mean, any of us, if we're telling lies about the good things we can have if we close our eyes. I mean, like what denial? Well, I, that's what denial. I'm thinking, right? Yeah. I mean, it could mean other things. Who knows? And in, in uh, some other kind of like a dating context, if this is um, something like that. But it could also just mean that when we when we close our eyes, we use our imagination. Um, we might, um, you know, pray. We huh. might uh, engage in some sort of wishful thinking. To close our eyes um, implies that we're not looking at what's in front of us, maybe. Yeah. Um, that we're not paying attention to the evidence. Of course, it's a song, it's metaphor and whatever. But it's just that it, it's the language can mean whatever George Harrison and the Beatles wanted it to mean, but when I hear it as a listener, yeah. it also means whatever I understand it to right, mean. Right, of course. Like like art, you bring, as the person experiencing the art, the consumer of the art, you, you're going to bring meaning to it. That's right, because, there's, because there, there are symbols on the surface of the right. art and the lyrics right. in this case, and those are always interpreted by the person doing that yeah. work. Right? So it's interesting. Okay, so this is really interesting because both of these songs are sort of directed at a significant other. Yep, yep. So what the 
what the song, uh, artist writing the song has done is sort of taken an angle and said, okay, so my angle on this sort of message to the significant other is about sort of a gap in their thinking. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I think so. so. And we don't so know all the details. No, but it's enough there that you can fill in the details in, in this line here. So the basically the refrain is, think for yourself because I won't be there. Right? Like you ne- you're going to be on your own. Right. you got to learn. Right. But there's also some al- allusion in the song to... The problems in this person's thinking. Um, yeah, this is the one that so I this uh, stands yeah. here. Although your mind's opaque, try thinking more <laughs> if just for your own sake. Ouch, that's a yeah. I mean, like what? Well, okay. Thank you for that advice. I'm trying to pack. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, but but I think that that's. I mean, that's. There's no question that yeah. that is a thinking yeah. thing, and what the re- one reason I want to point this out is because. You know, it's a breakup song, so people might really, if they are listening to it or whatever, or at least it's conceived of as a breakup song, people might be in a heavily emotional place when they're doing this. Right. Listening, right? So they might miss this stuff. And with popular music, we tend to have emotional responses and connections as opposed to sort of noticing the intellectual stuff. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. How many songs do we really, like, we, we enjoy it on the surface, maybe, for whatever reason, but how many of us really, like, think about the lyrics or unpack them and think about what's the message here? So, um... That's this is a good topic. That well, you thanks. I'm maybe maybe I'm sorry you're so surprised. No, no, I'm not. Su- <laughs> I'm not <laughs> you are. I'm, surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm I just because it's something that that um, I've been listening to songs my whole life and it's never jumped out at me. And then when you brought it up, I, I could only find one song. Can I share it? I wish you would, please. I don't think I can sing it though. Well, uh, you know, you just do your best. Because I will. Okay. Yeah, just so, whatever you can. All do. right. So this is. Are you familiar with Jill Sobule? Um, I'm not very. No. Okay. No. So she has a song. She has an album called, which is one of my favorite albums of hers, called Happy Town, which Happy Town is the um, is one of the songs on the album, which refers to um, mood enhancing drugs. Okay. Like, you know, when, anyway. Like a uh, prescription drug type yeah. thing? Yeah. Okay. So she kind of talks about how antidepressants have brought her to Happy Town. But anyway. Okay. Oh, I see. Yes, this sir. song All is right. not about that. This song is about called Attic. Okay. Okay, so okay. I'm going to read I'm going to try to sing. Uh, oh, please okay. do. Let's have it. Let's have it. Okay. Would you have hidden me in your attic? That's the question I'd like to know. Would you have climbed up to serve me dinner? Well, I hope so. Oh, that was bad. But anyway, hey, hey, so we, we got the, we got So the she starts to piece together, right? Okay. So uh, that this scenario is asking the listener, okay. Um would you right, would you have hit me hid me from the Nazis? You know, and so the next stanza says when the jackbooted man wore those great uniforms. Yes. Would you have wanted the blackest? Would you have hidden me in your attic? Yes. Okay. So basically, some pretty dark stuff here. You got some dark stuff, but what I what I immediately, of course, thought about is one of the intellectual traits, which is intellectual courage. Which is what? What is intellectual courage? It It is. is, It is the courage to engage with uh, ideas that are considered dangerous or absurd, or that we've been, or that go against the sort of pushed away uh, from the social. It's like t- you're in a situation where it takes courage to go against 
whatever is quote unquote the norm there. Now, not that Nazis are the norm, but in this situation, she's saying, right, mm-hmm. the Nazis are here. Are you going to put me in your attic? Are you going to join the Mart, the jackbooted thugs? And mm. then in another. Um, In another stanza, she says, if the neighbors accuse me of casting spells and bowing down to the gods in hell, would you leave me there alone or would you cast the very first stone? Mm. So she's interested in this concept around when you are in a, you are at a sort of moral crossroads. And and she's specifically asking for me, right? Would you stand up for me? Would you take my side? Would you hide me at great personal risk for you? Sure. I see that as intellectual, about asking how intellectually courageous are you? That's that's what I see. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I think um, not only intellectually courageous, but I think that there's, because the illusion is to Anne Frank, I think that there's, you know, which is, for people who are connected with that story, it's yeah. immediately evocative um, emotionally, I think. I think it's intended oh. to be a powerful story. Yes. So I think there's also a certain intellectual empathy there, right? So do you understand that I'm in a position like this powerful cultural example, right? And so would you, are you willing to connect with me in that way? Not just empathically, but intellectually empathically. Nice. Maybe. I think there's also fair-mindedness, right, to a certain degree, right? To have that level of connection and for someone to take it seriously, you would need to have a little bit of fair-mindedness too. So fair-mindedness in this situation would be trying to think about the greater good and not about my own personal safety, but trying to consider more widely, right? Like if I'm going to hide you in the attic, I'm thinking of protecting your humanity versus my own personal right convenience or safety. Sure, sure. So um, I really, I want to recommend Jill Sobule, S-O-B-U-L-E. If people aren't familiar, her, her songs are very interesting. No, it sounds like it. Sounds like it. And um, um, so yeah. this one, this one, this one, I immediately thought of. That's awesome. I'm glad you had one that popped up to you immediately. Um, yeah. I've had a I lot. I don't of have quite the catalog that, of examples that you have. Well, that's okay. I mean, I tend to sit around sometimes and um, and just sort of notice these when I listen to music. Um, so it's like a lens that you have. A little bit. Um, what's the what's the what's a version of a lens but has to do with your ear and not your eye? Is well, like I mean, I <gasps> would I would still say that it's an interpretive framework either way. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. that you know, critical thinking stuff can be used for any kind of intellectual activity. Yeah. Um, and so I think that um, I think that um, we all have kind of different modes that we engage in. More directly, um, a lot of people, when they engage with music, they f- they hear the music, but they don't pay a lot of attention to lyrics. Yes, um, I think that's true. Yeah, I mean, I would say what I'm really engaging with more is the uh, sort of language aspect of it. Uh, the music informs that for me in the same way that poetry would. Uh, have a sort of lyrical yeah. uh, quality or, yeah. l- or lack thereof to it, um, but um, but yeah, that's it, it's more the words that I connect with. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, what's another example that you brought? I brought three that are in uh, the same kind of vein. 
um, that I think are, are talking about thinking, um, individual thinking. Um, and so they're from, uh, you know, they're, they're still kind of poppy. Um, a lot of them have, have uh, people have seen uh, around for a while. Right, like they would be familiar? Yeah, I think so. The fir- the oldest one is from uh, Super Tramp. Which oh, I, I'm familiar with this song. That's from ni- the 70s? The 70s, from yeah. the 70s? Ni- yeah. I think maybe 1979 or something like that. This is a good example. But, yeah, it's called The Logical Song, and it is uh, in your uh, classic person discovering themselves mode so that's kind of what the song is a it is about like personal awareness bill dung's roman oh, if bill, you yes. will. <laughs> which is the which we know as it's the, as the coming of age yeah story. it's the coming of age story right, right. the process of personal discovery right. typically in you know three when you're three fancy parts. use the german term bildens roman yeah for sure that's when not, you that's not with the german accent i was going to say when you're super fancy you, you pronounce the german with a french accent yeah i'm that's ultra super fancy actually <laughs> we call that continental <laughs> on the show <laughs> so. we should do a whole show about like that I don't. I, that would be less understandable than me singing. Um, so uh, there's so there's a song. So the, there's the Super Tramp song called the Logical Song. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like there's a piano accompanying it in the in the background. I think or. Maybe it's not a piano. It's something else. Um, I've a heard horn. It. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you have to go back and something. listen to it yourself. But, um, and it it talks about the opening part. Talks about when the when the person seeing it was young, and then it says when when they were young, and, and everything's kind of frivolous, right? Um, right. Birds and trees, magical things, beautiful, happy singing, all this kind of stuff. But then they send me away to teach me how to be sensible logical, oh, responsible, practical, and they show me a world where I could be so dependable, oh, clinical, oh, intellectual, cynical, and there's, so there's this contrast between the sort of frivolous, you know, youth world, and then, like, I guess it's school, right? I mean, it seems very much to be school, and then it goes into the refrain, which is this very romantic-sounding thing, it's a, you know, sort sort of um, evocative of a dream, There are times when all the world's asleep. The questions run too deep for such a simple man. Yeah. Right. So so talking about the thought process, right? Maybe it keeps me up at night. Um, talks about there's some identity crisis in there. but right. And then the rest of the song kind of goes into kind of the way that the person's thinking leads to their identity, right? So if I'm, you know, very liberal, then I get labeled. And is that the way that I want to be? Because then I'm not respectable. And then I'm, you know, I'm like sort of counterculture. And then I'm these things. And then back into the refrain. These are the things that keep me up at night, right? And so I think that this song for me is... Is it, it, it's evocative of what happens when you start to think deeply about yourself and your place, you are your and, culture, right? the training that you've had, when you start to really become self-reflective, right? Which a lot of people mute in themselves. They don't spend a lot of time thinking, well, is this the way I want to be? Is this the person that I want to be? As opposed to 
the person that I am and the person right. that I'm becoming. Because, of course, that's going to happen because we don't ever stop aging. So, like, we're right. going to become somebody. Right? The question is, am I being shaped in the right way? Is this the person that I want to be? Who would I be without this kind of shaping? I think the song uh, sort of evokes a lot of that, and I like the um, I like the self-reflective character of it. Um, you know, this is so interesting because, of course, I've heard this song many <laughs> times. Oh, know. at the roller skating rink, yeah, right? I, is I, that I, it? On the radio or whatever, sure. and I've never really thought about these lyrics. But you're right; it's a very it's a very philosophical song about. Yep. So the idea, of the logical song, it's sort of like I've taught to, I've been taught to think analytically and logically but it doesn't help me deal with big life questions about who i am and right. how i should live and right. and so unless you are a philosopher like you mm. well and even then maybe not right really? i mean well sure because a lot of this what this says to me and maybe this is going to be on the song but i remember um you know our mentor gerald nozich yes. talking about Hi, gerald yeah yeah i hope he's out there listening um talking about uh his move from a, an orientation because he had the same sort of graduate school or similar graduate school orientation that I did toward formal logic as representative of oh, excellent thinking. Right, good right? critical thinking. Yeah, yeah, well, and when critical thinking really started to become a thing, that was his bag, and he'd already written a book to kind of show argument structures and how it related yeah. and stuff. And, um, and he got to a point where he found that he had been mistaken and he had to sort of confront himself intellectually even after he was a published author tenured professor etc teaching this stuff for years that maybe he'd been wrong about his approach to the value of formal argumentation for helping people move their thinking from one place to another and so he did a lot of research to try to figure that out he ultimately came up with the idea that the critical thinking system that you and I have sort of discussed with him is um, is way more useful for that right and i think two of the places you know the the gee i just remember sitting in this graduate level logic class and there were um eight chalkboards in that room and that and the dude would come in uh every class we met once a week and he'd start writing a proof on the board and he'd go line by line he'd write in symbols he'd right. write this stuff and he'd fill up all eight boards what and you were supposed to follow along right yeah and then he'd start erasing the first board to go and he'd usually get about 12 or 13 boards and that was the whole proof and we had to discuss line by line oh and man there were some nights where he would realize that he'd made a mistake at some point and he'd have to go back and we're up there most of the time just copying what he did because we couldn't discern we like, couldn't get it done like it was just very complicated yeah. ended up not being as complicated as i thought but nonetheless at the time it was very difficult to see where the where's the value of this right where's the usefulness of this for my thinking and certainly it was shaping in certain ways but sometimes that shaping leads to further questions that the shaping system isn't prepared to answer and that really makes me feel like um you know this song really captures important things about philosophy why do we still study metaphysics because the proof is not as evident as many other kinds of proof why do we still study ethics because the proof <laughs> is just not as evident well, as other kinds of proof one of the things that we've learned i learned with critical thinking in in this work i've been doing with you and gerald and other people is that 
we will never arrive. The whole the idea is that we continue to ask these yeah. questions and deepen, <clears throat> and we will never so arrive at a definitive answer. Yeah. And so when Super Trump says, you know, I'm basically I'm paraphrasing. I'm up all night. I'm thinking about these deep questions. I can't figure them out. Yep. Um, please tell me who I am. That that part of what our work as individuals is to create our own working approach to life and our own yeah. meaning and our own yeah. priorities yeah. and our own but critical thinking helps us as tools to figure out those things not to hand us the answer yeah. but to give us the tools to do it and this song is basically uh, what they call a cri de corps, right? A cry <laughs> from the heart. <laughs> See, I get another French word. Don't I, I sound fancy? Yeah, I was going to say, and you're, you're criticizing. Yeah. Oh, no. Look at, whoo. That was. Don't I sound fancy? Yeah, that, you sound just like the, uh, the label <laughs> on a bottle of wine. <laughs> Wait till I have some of the wine. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it just it gets just deeper in the in the. I uh, just yeah, sound in the so register. fancy. Sure, sure, but can anyone in Paris understand you? Um, that's the important question. Actually, sometimes when I've been in Paris, they have, and sometimes that's, that's, they haven't. I was going to say the 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 <laughs> former is quite an accomplishment <laughs> in my understanding. Well, it's very basic. Just anything. It's like, very basic. Oh. Would you please switch to English? <laughs> Actually, well, one time uh, I did get kind of a rude comment I about that. I speak English. One time I did get... In fact, when I was... Get this. When I was in study abroad... Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you what happened to oh, me. Tell, tell all of us. I'll tell you guys what happened. So, right. I... Do you know our sister city in France? Louisville's sister city? Yeah, it's... Uh, Montpellier. Montpellier. Yeah. Right. Montpelier. And so, it's Montpelier. So for what those they of you. <laughs> Montpelier, yeah, exactly. You don't spend any time in Paris. So, so get this. So uh. you go over there for six weeks, and they give you a job. So you actually work every day at mm -hmm. a job. And do you know where right. I got assigned? Montpelier. Yes, I got assigned at the Monoprix, which is like the Woolworths. Okay. 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 So. What do I do with my rudimentary French there? What do they do with me? Cashier. Well, I'm not that good. <laughs> I am not that good. So Doesn't I'm, mean they wouldn't do it. I'm stocking shelves. Sure. sure. People are asking me where stuff, where's the shampoo or whatever. Yeah. And sure. so some woman walks in and asks me <laughs> a question. And I answer in my very weird French. And she first thing out of her mouth, why do you, in French, I wish I could remember how to say this <laughs> in French, why do you speak French so badly? <laughs> <laughs> what a question. <laughs> and this was in the 80s, and some of them would forget my name, so they called me L'American. Sure. L'American. Yes, of course. Right? If you're the I only one. I'm the only American that's in the right. whole store. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's what So well I was L'American. Definitely, definitely. So so anyway, I don't have no idea how we got on that. Oh, the Cree de Corps. Indeed. Oh yeah, mm. you were you were just you were just flexing a little bit. Uh, you know what? You needed to flex for we a minute. We need to flex some of your Spanish. No, no, I don't think we do. But we might get there, but not in this episode. Not so in this. Not in this time. episode. Yeah, well. Yeah. I'm not sure that's much of a flex. Okay. Frankly. Well, All anyway, right. I had three songs in the same vein. Yes. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so there's this. Uh, there's uh, this artist, uh, Desiree. Never heard of him or her. Um, it's actually a, a, a her. A no, it's a her. Okay. The video has uh, multiple iterations of her. And um, 
this, I really like this song because it asks you to um, stand up for your beliefs in a certain way, but but it's not um, it's not sort of a, it's not only emotional. Okay, um, it's called "You Gotta Be." Yeah. Um, I'm sure that people have heard it. Um, um, can you sing? Because I sent the lyrics. Can look I sing? Familiar. Probably not. According to most of <laughs> the people on the radio. Um, but how does it go? Like, what's a part that would sound familiar? Well, like um, you gotta be. You gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. Oh, you yes. gotta be wiser. You yes. gotta be. Yeah. Okay. That thing. Right. So. But part of that, and you know the refrain, all I know, all I know is love will save the day, right? So it doesn't seem like it's a very critical thinking song, right? But in the second verse, it goes into um, <clears throat> reading the books your father read. Try to solve the puzzles in your own sweet time. I mean, that calls for slow thinking. It calls for patience. These are critical thinking characteristics in addition to characteristics that might be general advice about life. I like this song because so many um, of the ideas cross over into just good advice you might get in a lot of different contexts. I, I, I like this part here where she says, some may have more cash than you, right. others take a different view. Yeah. So I like this idea of, again, there's going to be different points of view. There's going right. to be, right, so this is a bit about staying centered in who you are right right, right. and she she does this verse in a super high register so i'm not even going to try really? it, but yeah don't well maybe not for some but certainly for me uh don't ask no questions it goes on without you leaving you behind if you can't stand the pace the world keeps on spinning you can't stop it if you try to this time it's dangerous staring you in the face huh. you should you should try to. It, it seems to me that, in, among other things, this verse is acting us is asking us to act, is asking us to be engaged. Um, you know, you you are at your own peril if you ignore um, what the world is doing around you, and so you have to do the other things in order to, you know, jump into the scary, perilous thing. Like we got COVID nineteen, we got all the other. Uh, we got you know, an difficult, election We've got. Up. Black Lives Matter continues to be a huge controversy, um, you know, among lots of other social justice issues. A lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the suggestions in the song are asking you to slow down, to think things through, to be a little bit, a little bit more thoughtful. And I, I like think that. I think oh, that's good That's advice. amazing because you know what? It seems like a lot of songs are trying to give you easy answers. Yeah, and this you one's know? not easy, right? Because it's asking you to read books. It doesn't matter if they're the books your father read or not. The point is you're supposed to read it, right? Yeah. And you're supposed because the idea, because I've heard that advice before, right? And the way that I've heard it is you want to read the books that your father read because your father was such a huge influence on you, and you want to be able to talk to your father about those books because the father passed on that information to you. Right. Whether they intended to or not. Right. So the books that, the books that person recommends, you should read them so you can get more insight into their thinking so that ultimately you can transcend their thinking, right? Right. Or that you can determine that their thinking is right on. But either way, it's about you doing their thinking for yourself. Well, and here's the which thing. Which is a long Just thing. by mentioning that in the line before it, Harold, what your mother said, yep. that it's also signaling some uh, uh, noting a sociocentric you're in a sociocentric world meaning right you grew up with ideas and people who influenced your thinking like 
even just pointing that out sure. is a critical <clears throat> thinking move, right? Yeah, that's right. You've been served ideas. You've been that's served right. um, ways of thinking. Right. Notice that. Right. 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 So even right. that. Right. Right. That's a great I'm gonna to have to listen to that one again. That's a nice song. Yeah, I like it, and it's um, it's a it's a pretty song. Do we have time for <coughs> another song? Well, I give you the third one in this series that I had. Just these three sort of together hang together for me. Um, it's called Unwritten. Right. Um, it's by Natasha Bedingfield, and um, again, very pretty song. Um, it's about the future. Yeah. Right. It's about the idea that the the future is what you make it. It's not. Um, it's not uh, fixed, right? For you, there isn't there isn't fate in this way that keeps you from grabbing hold of the important things, ah. right? Um, and so, like um, you have agency, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just um, in the you know, I am uh, again. I'm not. I'm not really going to sing this one, but people should listen to it themselves. I am unwritten. Can't read my mind. I'm undefined. I'm just beginning the pins in my hand, ending unplanned. Oh, I like that. I think it's a powerful idea because I run into so many young people in particular who they really kind of, they're not thinking about things in this way. And I think that the when you do as a person, when you have the idea that I really am in control of how this goes in a lot of ways, not always, but in a lot of ways, um, then... It's certainly that the the ending is not finished uh, in any way. That, I think, creates a different kind of character, and I see it in students and in, in people uh, who I know well. Um, I like the... Um, I like the idea, too. This it, It's very dramatic, again, the way that it's, it's sung, but um, there's this idea that uh, no one else can feel the rain on your skin for you. No one else can speak the words on your lips. No one else can live your life, right? So you have a certain responsibility. It's going to happen. Again, as we were mentioning before, you're going to grow. Time's going to pass. And this is for you to... Um, you know, it's for you to create. Embrace, right. Well, yeah. And, and as it says unwritten, right. you, so it's kind of a call for, for intellectual autonomy. So if we're talking That's about, right. when we're talking right. about, um, and maybe the one before Desiree, the one by Desiree. Yeah, right. Is about, right, think for yourself, right? Yeah. Move and act on your own behalf. Right. Don't let the world just get swept up in it and let it carry you around. Yeah, that's right. So this that's is right. a nice song. I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I like. The, I just want to mention this other, this one, because you just mentioned the uh, sort of creative part. They, yeah. There's this this one uh, short verse, staring at the blank page before you. Yeah. Right. So that's your life. Um, open up the dirty window. Um, you know, sort of. There's a spring cleaning idea in right. there. Um, you know, and there's this call to release your inhibitions, which I think. If you're hearing this on the dance floor at the club, maybe it has a different <laughs> meaning, you right? know? Like, but woo, I, let's go, let loose. Right, right. And I, and I guess there's some of that, for sure. I mean, the music sort of indicates yeah. that. But, but the song is really about thinking. It's about planning. It's about looking toward the future and realizing yeah. that you're not boxed in with contemporary circumstances. Yeah. I, think that that's a, I think that's a powerful message for thinkers. Well... I really enjoy the songs, and here's what I'd like to do. I'd like sure. to maybe try to collect some, like, uh, now that I have the same lens or quote-unquote filter as I'm listening to songs, I might sure. be able to 
grab some and we could do bring it back. Or listeners out there, if you have a show that you think is about thinking, critical thinking, yep. have a message about thinking, please reach out to us on our Facebook page at Critical Thinking for Everyone. Yeah, we'd love to get those suggestions. And I already have a few. Um, my parents gave me a few. Oh, did they? Oh. Yep, yep. And some oh, friends gave good. me some. So good. I need to spend a little time going through those. <clears throat> and just sort of figuring out what I want to say about them uh, and what would be good for the show. But definitely there's some. I also want to um, just point out that there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, we just covered a few songs. You should go and look in your own genre of, of music that you enjoy, yeah. uh, particularly if there are words involved, but maybe not. Maybe you don't even need that um, to find some intellectual moves being made. And sometimes they might be sophistic. You know, sometimes they might not be exemplars of good thinking. So, sometimes they might be advocating really poor thinking. So that's maybe also worthwhile. we could find a negative, a song that's sort of a negative role model. I think we could find a bunch, that, actually. Okay, so yeah. let's let's hold this out as something along with tracking my circus dreams, <laughs> along with tracking your happiness <clears throat> quotient. Sure, sure. Let's track some songs. We'll track some songs. All right. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Critical Thinking for Everyone. Uh, we appreciate you sharing this hour with us. Uh, we hope that you uh, will just have good thinking this week. You know, the thinking is hard. Um, it is uh, not always easy to come up with the right thinking moves. It's not always easy to come up with a sort of really good insights into your own situation or the situations of others. But we really want to encourage you to continue to do the best thinking you can do to try to apply some methods, some skills, some techniques of thinking to your life and understand that people have been doing this stuff for a long time in part because it works and also because it's for everyone. Even you. Just a couple of other small orders of business. Appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, I wondered if you'd thought why pianos are so hard to open. Have you ever thought about that? Why a piano is so hard to open? It's because the keys are inside. Have you ever wondered what a mummy's favorite kind of music is? I don't know if you've ever thought about that. They like rap music. Of course you know why the music teacher put the ladder in the classroom during music class. That's clear. It's challenging to reach those high notes. Yeah, you're welcome. These are for everyone, and that's just, that's a big part of it. Um, have you thought about what a skeleton's favorite instrument is? That's the trombone. And uh, I guess we'll just leave it here. Do you know the difference between a fish and a piano? I bet you don't. I bet you don't. You can't tune a fish. If you like this, and some of you might, you should think about donating to Forward Radio. Uh, we use 20 bucks a day. Uh, at this point, that's U.S. dollars. Um, we're using 20 of those things a day to keep the lights on and this radio thing broadcasting. So we really could use your help with that. And uh, keep up the good thinking. Smile once in a while. It's for everyone.